everyone, this is Jules, your host of the All Things Iceland podcast, where I give you the inside scoop on Icelandic nature, culture, history, and language through my lens as an expat living in the country since 2016. And today is dedicated to the Blue Lagoon, the iconic Blue Lagoon. And no, this is not a sponsored podcast episode. So this is just my opinion regarding the Blue Lagoon. I've been asked many times by people if I feel like it's worth it. And overall, because I do think it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, I do say yes to people. Like, I mean, if you're on an extremely tight budget, I totally understand. But the other layer to it is that there is not just going to the Blue Lagoon. There's actually like a premium pass and then there's some other like amenities or possible add-ons that you can have. And so I thought I would specifically talk about the premium pass and also this in-water massage because I had the opportunity to have an in-water massage not too long ago and I've gone through with the premium pass twice. So I am aware of like what's included with that. I've also like had the other comfort pass. And so I'm just going to go through and talk about those and just help anybody who is wondering like if this is really for them just based off of my firsthand experience. Because people are planning their vacations and I understand that you want to use your funds, especially if you're more on the budget conscious side in terms of what might be worth it for you or what might, you know, come with it that makes it feel like it's a good use of your money. So basically, I'm just going to jump right into that. I don't want this episode to necessarily be that long. One thing to note is that, like I mentioned, there's a comfort pass and a premium pass, but there's also this thing called the retreat, which is a whole nother thing. I've not experienced it. I, I hope to because it sounds so amazing. But that price point is like $300. You know, we talk about the other two, you'll see that like, I wouldn't compare them in the same podcast episode because I feel like it's just off on its own, totally different in terms of these two. So as I mentioned, the comfort pass. So what that includes for $51.91, which on their website, they have it as euro, 44 euros. And I just, you know, looked to see what the currency rate is the exchanges for today so that's just as of when I am recording that it obviously can fluctuate but it includes entrance to the blue lagoon a silica mud mask use of a towel so you don't have to bring your towel and one drink of your choice and then if you decide to do the premium pass entrance to the blue lagoon of course is included but I have to put a little note here because I don't know why they don't say this, but when you go to the Blue Lagoon and you have premium access, there's a different line for you than the people who have comfort. And I have been to the Blue Lagoon and I remember doing it with my mom and my sister when I gave it to them as a Christmas gift. And it was like, okay, we're going to get premium, whatever. And we got there. There was a line of people, like a lot of people. And I was like, oh my goodness. We're going to be standing outside and it was December or January. Like it was a month where it can be quite chilly. And then I looked and I was like, no, okay, wait, it says here, if you have premium, you can go this line. And so the, those on the comfort line, or at least had the comfort access, they were lined out the door and we went straight in. There was no line. It's kind of like when you go to the counter, you know, for an airline and they have like whatever, you know, sections or classes or whatever. 
And so that point to me, it was like, oh, this was already nice in knowing that having gone, you know, and paid a little bit more, you get interest to the Blue Lagoon, but there's a special lot. I don't know how much longer they're going to have that or the reason why they don't say it is because they just kind of want it to be a pleasant surprise. I'm not sure. But I did notice that right away and thought, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> not too bad. And so it also includes a silica mud mask, use of a towel, one drink of your choice. So basically all the things I read off about the comfort pass. And then a second mask of choice, slippers that you get to keep. So they're basically flip-flops that in the end you get to keep them. And they have the Blue Lagoon written on them. Use of a bathrobe that also says Blue Lagoon. You can't keep that one though, unfortunately. <laughs> it would be kind of nice. Table reservations at Lava Restaurant. And of course, if you decide to eat at the Lava Restaurant, you get one glass of sparkling wine while you're there. So all of that is $66.06 or 56 euros. So the question still remains, is this worth it? Is premium pass worth it? And I also am I'm including the massage, but I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. And for me, as a gift to my sister and my mother for Christmas, us going together, I definitely felt like it was something that they really enjoyed in terms of having another mask, you know, and then we did eat at the Lava Restaurant afterwards, which the food was good. It had plant-based options. I will say that if you're going to decide to eat at the Lava Restaurant, ask if you can get a table that is in this like prime location It's like three or four of them where you can sit where you're basically looking out to the blue lagoon unobstructed like it's really beautiful so if you can get that type of reservation i definitely recommend it for those who are wanting to save money it isn't going to be worth it for you like i'll just say that you know like paying the extra 12 euros for slippers and another mask and whatever else if you're on a like a budget you know like this is just like but for other individuals that really want to like treat themselves without going as, you know, much as the retreat, which like I mentioned, is like $300 per person, at least depending on the currency exchange, you know, this is a good option. And like I mentioned, like my mom, my sister really liked it. I really liked it. If I were going with Gunnar and let's just say Gunnar were picking, he would just pick the comfort option. Like He's like, he's just one of those individuals. And I totally get it. You know, I think it often depends on what you feel is worth it. If you don't know if you'll be back to Iceland, you know, in the near-ish future, meaning there are some people who come and maybe they only come once in their life and that's okay, then go to the Blue Lagoon, you know? And if you are on a budget, just do the comfort one. But if you're one of those people who's only going to come once and wants to kind of get the most out of the Blue Lagoon that you can, go for the premium one. I don't feel like 12 euros for... A lot of people will break the bank. One of the things that was hardest when people were starting to come to Iceland during the boom times was that Wow Air had these, you know, tickets that were insanely cheap, like some people getting $99 tickets and stuff like that. And so you ended up having people who couldn't really afford to go and, you know, they didn't have extra funds for different types of activities. And they've renovated the lagoon a lot. So back in the day, and I actually have my random fact episode, I'm going to share that. But back in the day, it was very different. I mean, I was never there in the very beginning because the lagoon is quite old as an establishment, meaning that, you know, people going, people used to just like from the community go and swim in it and stuff. But they have much better facilities now. It is really pretty. There's a sauna, steam room, 
you know, it's just really the, the color of the water is this like icy blue and it contrasts really well with the white steam and then the sky the sky is like dramatic with clouds or even if it's blue it's just beautiful it it really is and so I never feel like it's hard for me to say yes it's worth it to go to Blue Lagoon but between these two I don't think you would be missing out if you're a person who's frugal let's say you had the money you're just like I don't want to pay for all that I just want to get in the Blue Lagoon go for the comfort pass and stay in there, you know, and just enjoy relaxing, you know, get your first drink of choice, like, and then when you're done, go off and enjoy the rest of your day or whatever. Maybe you're going off to the airport. So for me, I only say it like in terms of, I feel like whenever I do go to the Blue Lagoon, because I do not go there often, that I prefer to get the premium one because I, for me, it's like doing something out of the ordinary, and even though I live here, it's not like I live near it. It's maybe about 40 minutes drive from my house. So I'm not going to do that often just to get into hot water that is a certain color and has minerals in it. I mean, to be fair, that's another like really important thing for a lot of people who have, I've heard, skin issues like eczema and whatever else. It can help soothe that. There is another part to it, too, where they do say that, you know, getting your hair in the water it can make it very dry. And this is something for the massage part because your hair will touch the water is that they tell you to put conditioner on it before getting into the lagoon just to help protect your hair. So yeah, that was for me and always an important part because uh, getting my hair in the water meant my hair got really, really stiff and it took forever for me to wash it and dry it. And it's, you know, I have locks, so they get pretty heavy. I hope this is a little bit helpful. I don't think you'll be missing out on anything if you don't go for premium, but it's definitely nice to have that option of, you know, it's a little bit more touch of extras and, you know, your fancy little bathrobe and slippers and things like that. So if you decide you want to eat though, there is another place that's kind of more fast food looking. It's not like the lava restaurant. So if you get the comfort pass, you can just go there and buy like a sandwich or something else. So there are different options available to you. And that's why I like that the Blue Lagoon has thought about the fact that there are just people who want to come and experience it because it, it is really cool. And then there are people who want like a little bit more. And then there are those who want like the ultimate, right? And those people are probably staying at like the Silica Hotel or whatever else, which is amazing looking <laughs> or doing like the retreat. Regarding the massage, the in-water massage. Now here we're taking it a step further because this is very unique. And for me, this, when I went the last time with the premium pass and with the massage, I was like, oh my goodness, this was so good. <laughs> I loved it. However, the, the price is, is not cheap. So a 30 minute massage is 99 euros or $116. And a 60-minute massage is 156 euros or $184. I know. I know that's a decent amount of money. I am fully aware. And I had a 60-minute massage. It was amazing. I'm just going to put it out. It was so good. I think for me, the part that was needed, and this is, you know, we've been having, like, like around the world, COVID and not really being able to feel relaxed. I was so relaxed in this massage. And the person who did this for me, 
like my masseuse, she was just so lovely and calming. And I'm, you know, you're floating, they have you floating there while you're getting it. And they do their best to massage you. It's not going to be like a traditional massage where they're like kneading into you because you don't have that same pressure of like a table that would, you know, hold you to press down. So the person's pressing down into you, you know, that you don't, they don't want you to be too much underwater. But the way that it works is you're basically on a mat that's floating. They put a blanket over you. So that weighs you down a little bit so that, and it's wet. So you're keeping warm. And so it doesn't kind of matter what the temperature is outside because the water is warm and that's awesome. So you're getting this kind of cool air, but also feeling warm. And then this person like massaging you and like helping you to float around and doing all these things. And it's just like, I fell asleep. <laughs> it was so relaxing and you could just hear the wind and the water. I loved it. Now, price-wise, again, this is something for a lot of people that's considered a splurge. I know people who've messaged me on Instagram when I showed my in-water massage who were like, I've done that twice and I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> so not just coming from me, you know, there's, there are other people who very much enjoyed this and I also recommend. So yeah, I can't, I'm not trying to pressure anybody to be like, you should do this because I don't believe that you got to do whatever works for you, whether you want to splurge on it or not. But if you want a very unique experience, this is for me. This made it so much more fun to go to the Blue Lagoon. And like, that's what I look for when I go, because I have been a decent amount of times, is what else is there that, you know, as a person who's familiar with it and has seen it change over the years that makes it go, makes me go like, yeah, I would do that. Or what would I recommend to people if, you know, they really wanted to have an experience that was so different? So this for sure. And if I ever get a chance to experience the retreat, I will for sure come back with another episode to let you know if that is worth it, in my opinion. Another really important thing to keep in mind is that for the Blue Lagoon, you have to make reservations. So this is a place that people, when they think of Iceland, they think of the Blue Lagoon. Fair enough. And if you are planning to be on the Reykjanes Peninsula and you haven't heard my episode about the Reykjanes Peninsula and why it's totally worth it to explore what else is around there besides the Blue Lagoon and the eruption, I will link that in the show notes of this episode. Please do not miss that. You are literally in an area of Iceland where there's hardly anybody traveling there and there's so much to see and do. It's actually a shame that people are not aware of, of what's going on. So I'm going to link that Please check it out if you're planning a trip or just thinking about going to Iceland in the future. More than likely, if you've been to Iceland before, there's a good chance you never explored this area, even though you fly into the international airport there. So, okay, uh, but make a reservation. And the reason for that is they've cut it down to a certain amount of slots for each hour of the day. And it doesn't mean you're only in the Blue Lagoon for an hour, but what they're trying to do is like, make the experience so not too many people are in the lagoon at the same time. And I think that's worked to their favor. The only problem is if there are a lot of tourists and they have decided to go that day, you run into the issue of if you didn't make a reservation, you can't get in. Like maybe at all that day. And I know plenty of stories of people who have told me that, yeah, they showed up and there was nothing available. In fact, it was booked out for their whole trip, meaning like every day they were going to be in Iceland. 
that's how far ahead the reservations had been made by other people. So just as a planning thing, book ahead, save yourself the trouble if you're planning to go. And it's it's just worth it in that regard because you don't want to be disappointed. So I hope just like, and just as a recap, comfort is more than enough for many people, but but go for the premium if you want a little bit more extras and eat at the lava restaurants. And if you're really feeling like you want to treat yourself, the massage will do it, okay? They really take care of you there. Just my opinion. I'm actually looking to take my mother to the, get that inward massage when she saw it on my Instagram. The first thing she wrote to me was, when are we going? <laughs> She's coming in August. So I guess I have to plan that now. <laughs> so now that I've given you my opinion there, and I hope it's been helpful, I am going to move on to the random fact of the episode. So... The thing that's really fascinating to me is, like I mentioned, there's been this evolution of the Blue Lagoon over the years. And in particular, when I remember going to my first time there, they didn't have stations where an attendant will scoop out the different masks and give them to you, which I think is a much better upgrade now. It used to be that you scooped your own silica mask. And while that could be nice, it is kind of weird to just be like, crowding all around this bucket and people were picking up a ladle and you know putting into their hands it was a lot different it didn't have that luxury feel and that's why the blue lagoon has upgraded to give you more of that service that goes along with your experience so all of that is of course included in the price and all that jazz and nice locker rooms and everything else so there are reasons why the price is higher than if you would go to like a local swimming pool or whatever else but I just really thought it was fun to go and scoop out the masks with your hands. However, you would find, you know, like other hair in there and like other stuff that just didn't make it too appealing. So, yeah, it's it's good that they have stations now, for sure. The Icelandic word of the episode is how you say the Blue Lagoon in Icelandic. And that is Blaua Lónith. Blaua Lonith. So Blaua means blue and the way that it's just declining here, it's like that. So Blaua and then Lonith, Lonith is Lagoon. There you go. So if you show up to the Blue Lagoon, you'd be like, yeah, we're at Blaua Lonith. <laughs> and then some Icelanders would be like, what? You know that? So... I hope that is an easy one, easy-ish. I feel like it's relatively simple to say that one, just a little practice. And I hope sharing my experience at the Blue Lagoon helps you decide which option might be best if you're considering going there. If you're enjoying the All Things Iceland podcast, please be sure to leave a rating and a written review on the platform you're listening to this on. It helps others to find it and learn about this amazing country that I get to call my home. And I just love that there are so many people who've reached out and said that it's been helpful to hear, you know, my perspective or even other people's perspectives when I do interviews. And I will be getting back to doing more interviews. I actually have interviews that I've done already and I just need to get them, you know, edited and, and out. Sometimes this can be a lot to like juggle the podcast, YouTube, and all the other projects that I have going on. But it's something that I absolutely enjoy and I feel it's such a privilege to be able to share all of this. So as always, thank you so much for listening and supporting, whether it's through sharing, listening, Patreon, YouTube, whatever it is. I appreciate it. 
Tack att er kallar er för att lyssna och ciao om